What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little glasses of business. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast. This is an extension of my horror channel on YouTube, Dead Meat. I'm James A. Janice. I'm Chelsea Rebecca, and we're boyfriend and girlfriend, and we like to get scared together. Yep. And today we're (laughs) today we're uh, going over Maximum Overdrive, the only movie Stephen King has ever directed. He also wrote it. If you couldn't tell. I can't form comprehensive thoughts right now. Yeah, this is uh, this is a fun one. This was released in 1986. Oh, uh, really? Yep, 86. <laughs> <laughs> King was oh. coked out of his mind during production. I, I asked you during the movie if this was super coked up Stephen King. I wasn't sure, but I read afterward that of afterwards. course it was. Of course this it was. This is the most cocaine fueled movie i've ever seen it's yeah it's pretty bad uh king was i probably the 80s were probably his like reigning period of superstardom uh i mean they gave him a movie direct so when did he release it it was very late 80s okay he so he would have already released carrie oh yeah carrie's first one the the shining shining uh Pest Cemetery, I think. Yeah. So many books. Salem's Lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. The the Stand, probably. Yeah. So they gave him a movie. They gave him a movie. And this is what happened. Stephen King has since fessed up to how big of a piece of shit this is. When asked <laughs> what the worst such... adaptation of one of his stories is, he said it's this. Good on you, Stephen it's King. It's so, so bad. It's real bad. It's such trash. I had a great time, but it's trash. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's talk about Maximum Overdrive. Oh, my God. Which starts with a giant block of text. No. This <laughs> is the second movie we've watched where there's a text wall that I have to read before the movie starts. Yep. And the text wall explains that Earth is passing through the tail of a comet. And it'll be there for eight days. Yep. Yeah. And then we see some machines start messing around. A marquee says, fuck you. Oh, and the ATM machine. Calls Stephen King an asshole. The ATM. (laughs) Yeah, it says asshole. It reminded me of American Psycho. Yeah, so Stephen King works in a little cameo. And That's he's, right. he's there at the ATM getting called an asshole. He calls his wife over. That's his actual wife, Tabitha. Is it really? Yeah. Aww. They've been together forever. So that's cool. Yeah. That happens. And we're like, hey, what's going on? This is Wilmington, North Carolina, by the way. It doesn't take place in Maine because mm-hmm. they need a place with more people for this to have any, uh, <laughs> <laughs> have any impact. Also, fun fact, this thing is fucking scored by ACDC, dude, oh. who is, of course, Stephen King's favorite band. Of course they are. So they wrote a title song yes. for this? Uh, well, it's called uh, Who Made Who. Okay. Yeah, it's not called Maximum Overdrive. But then the rest of it is just ACDC's greatest hits. I think they had a few original songs that, that didn't make any big impact. But yeah, the, the album they released as the soundtrack to this movie mostly consisted of hits from their 1980 Back in Black album, which is one of the greatest selling I albums I was going to say, time. it's got to be top three. Uh, maybe. It's way, it's up way there. up there. Because it has so many hits. Because what? It's e- Eagle's Greatest Hits. That's up there, yeah. Uh, thriller. thriller. Mm-hmm. That. Shania's up there. Is she really? She's like in the top 10 for sure. I think I she's the that. number one selling. Uh, her album is the number one selling female artist. Oh, wow. And definitely number one selling Canadian artist. Good for her. Good for her. Good for Shania. <laughs> Celine Dion isn't the number one selling Canadian artist. Get out of here, Celine Dion. It's Shania. Celine did my heart will it's go Shania on. How? Town. All right. All right. All right. All right. That song was on a soundtrack. Our cat is tearing the apartment down. I'm sorry. Yeah. Lucy's acting out because we're not paying attention to her. We're recording a podcast instead. Yeah. Oh boy. So the first big set piece we get of the machines going awry is the bridge that goes crazy. I This scene is the most fun in the movie, and that mm-hmm. sucks. It's all downhill after this, I think. 
Yeah, well, you can't go wrong when you have a truck full of watermelons. Oh, yeah, of course. There's, there's a just truck a bunch of vehicles on this this bridge that starts to go up, and so the the vehicles start sliding down the sides as they increase the angle. Yeah, it's a bridge over a river, so the it's yeah. a drawbridge, pretty Is much. It, yeah, it's a drawbridge. I don't, what, I don't, know. I don't know. We don't know bridges. So, but it it starts. Yeah, the the middle part. It, it starts opening mm-hmm. and the vehicles <laughs> all start I've sliding back. <laughs> how to describe bridges and how they work. <laughs> and there's, there's a watermelons. truck that falls in to the water. Oh, that was fun. That was, that was the cool. first of many vehicles that they destroyed. They throughout wrecked this movie. so many cars. They for this. fucked up so many vehicles. Yeah. So I kind of appreciate there's it. a truck of watermelons, of course, that <laughs> is up near the front. So it starts sliding backwards and there's watermelons everywhere. Everywhere. There's the ACDC van. There's a, yeah, there's an ACDC, like, it's roadie like a black van? van i don't know is it their roadies on the way to a North show oh. no that's where the the high guy is in there who's like is he like far out yeah man, far out man something like that uh marla maples is there <laughs> marla maples is in a car she you know she's blinking you'll miss it but she is in a tan colored car i think and she basically just gets wasted by a watermelon i think it kind of it flies through the window i don't think that kills her uh oh because when her out. husband is getting out and he just <laughs> plops into this pile of Brat fall into the giant pile of watermelon it's great if you ever want to watch a guy just fall into a pile of watermelons, there just, you go. Just watch this scene <laughs> yeah. on YouTube. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, there's some other fun stuff later when the kid's there, riding his bike around. Yeah. But all the stuff at the gas station where the bulk of this movie takes place at Fuck. is, it's not, you know, whatever. Whatever. It's this movie. It's kind of a drag. That's what this movie is. Uh, so we get to that gas station by means of Handy, the the truck driver, who's played by the guy who plays uh, Sergeant Burrell in The Wire, which is fun. That made me very happy. We didn't recognize him until we looked him up, but that's okay. Uh, something Faison, his last name is. Frankie Faison, that's his name. And he's driving the Happy Toys truck with the big old green goblin on the front. This thing, no way is it street legal. Yeah. This is like a giant plastic shell that's just chilling on the grill of this truck yeah i want it as a toy though i really want this truck i bet that exists yeah it does or someone can make those custom on etsy guaranteed yeah someone can make that for you that's that's fun for my new favorite movie maximum overdrive (laughs) (laughs) uh we we meet the people who work here our our main star is emilio estevez Mm -hmm. playing was it billy it's hard to know because his boss, played by Pat Hangle, he calls everyone Bubba. Yep. And then we find out that his name is Pat Bubba. Hangle's name is Bubba. So that's like me going around calling everyone Jimmy. It's like George Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, why? What? Why is this? Why is the guy named Bubba calling everyone Bubba? I don't know. And before we found out his name was Bubba, Emilio Estevez like throws the Bubba back in his face. So I thought it was like, uh, you know, it'd be like if someone was like, always went around calling people like buddy, like, hey, you better do yeah, this, buddy. But and then Emilio Estevez throws it back like, no, you better do this, buddy. Yeah. But but then the guy's name, name is Buddy. Like, what? That's his name. <laughs> That's just his name. Oh, Pat Hingle, if, if you're wondering maybe why you recognize him, he was Commissioner Gordon in the old Batman movies. That's an upgrade from this, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. He's, well, pl- he's just playing this douchey... Uh, Stephen King's characters... Also in his books, they're all the same character, uh, first off, from book to book. Sure, but yeah. His, his, like his... And we love Stephen King, oh, by the I way. Don't get us Stephen wrong. King. We're fucking obsessed with Stephen King. I would... He is probably the person that I would love to interview the most on this podcast. Oh, yeah. That would be just... Yeah. When I finish a book, it takes uh, a lot of willpower to not start a new Stephen King book. Yeah. Or else I would just read Stephen King. I finished reading it a couple months ago and that book honestly was life-changing i loved it so much yeah so we make fun of him with love but his characters uh a lot of times you run to the same ignorant hick character oh boy and you kind of get that in both pat hingle and in the fucking salesman the bible salesman you know what though I changed my mind about that character a little ways through because at first I was just so sick of it. Yeah. But then I thought he was so funny. <laughs> I don't know. I got to tell you, I'm so glad that the traveling salesman oh, he, caricature he eats it. is, but just that character type. I'm so glad that's extinct. 
that yeah. there will not be any new movies, at least any that take place in modern day, where there's some fast talking, uh, traveling salesman who's like, uh, here, how about this deal? Now, before you say anything, let me talk to you. Like, I don't, I don't like that character, that like swindling it, charlatan. <laughs> I don't like him. I always think of the Christmas tree salesman in a Christmas story. Now, this here is a tree, and he's trying to sell them all these <laughs> shitty Christmas trees. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. You know, maybe if it's played really well, but none of the acting in this movie's good. Oh in my Maximum God. Overdrive. Pat Hingle's great. I guess he's doing the thing he's doing his and thing. man but also this dialogue it's Stephen King dialogue Dude, there are some choice let me I wrote lines. down I don't give a ladybug <laughs> and whatever he says after that Robinson get in here boy I got eggs on I don't give a ladybug I want you in here now and also <laughs> I think the the waitress at this gas station Wanda diner June? What? Wanda June. Wanda June says something to the effect of, I, I can't figure out pea turkey about this. Like, what yeah. does that even mean? I don't know. I don't I'll know. put it in the fucking clip. What's the matter, huh? Well, this thing was working just fine a few minutes ago, and now I can't get pea turkey on it. Stephen King creates his own slang. He does. And no one says I don't give a ladybug. I'm going to now, but. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a That's in our rotation now. Uh, the, the machines begin to, you know, continue to come alive and shit. And the first time we see it happen here <laughs> is in the game room of this I gas station believe where this. who, who would have guessed fucking John Carlo Esposito, Gus Spring, Gus Spring, fucking Gus Spring, fucking bugging out is hanging out in this arcade. And, uh, there's a Knight Rider pinball machine that breaks and his very natural response to it is your mama. And he says it like, not like astonished, like your mama. Like he, it's it's like he's pissed off yeah, at it. Fuck you. Like for fuck breaking. you, breaking pinball machine, your mama. Then he steals. Then all then the, the stuff. machines all go haywire, and the quarters spit out, and so this guy just fills his pockets. You know what? I would. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm in an arcade, and well, no, actually, no, I'm a really guilty person i yeah, would go tell someone i didn't think you would yeah i think uh, i just i just legitimately honestly tried to think about what i would do no i'd go find an authority figure tell them <laughs> high school me would have <laughs> yeah. uh post collegiate me would not i still got that catholic guilt man mm -hmm. can't steal quarters yeah he he just fills his pockets up with quarters and cigarettes but then before he can make it out he gets mesmerized by uh like a game a star castle an yeah. arcade game which looks trippy as fuck uh, the shapes going all crazy. There's, yeah, the screen is yeah. just shapes and if colors. If I uh, if I were if I were on a substance and in that arcade, I would stare at that thing first. It's like but Baby Einstein. It, He's what? like a baby watching Baby Einstein. Oh yeah, and then he just dies. Colors. Uh, yeah. We we kill the black guy first. Yeah. For sure. That happens. Gotta do that. That's the first on the Dead Meat podcast. <laughs> Not gonna be the last. Won't be the last. Uh, oh, also the gas pump hits a dude in the eyes. Oh, yeah. Duncan is yeah. A, a worker at the gas and station. And this is still before they think anything's up. So they're like, what the hell happened to Duncan? <laughs> he got diesel in his ass. <laughs> oh, was that all? Is that all? I'm uh, sure that happens all the time. Get back to your room with the very graphic pictures of naked ladies oh, on my the wall. God. There's muff all over the place, dude. Muff. Ooh. <laughs> That's how you it would describe is. what that it is. It is. It's muff. That's it's muff, man. Ooh, That's a muff wall. Beaver. <laughs> cool it's yeah. 80s and it comes back later too. nasty and it's not even the because this was in in style at the time it's not the the body hair it's more like just how it is <laughs> it just looks so filthy mm -hmm. yep uh we get a break from the gas station shit and we we go to duncan's son we don't really know that it's oh we don't song. find this out till the end yeah but he's at like a little league practice who's and duncan does he just work there he just works there okay. he gets fucking owned by there's a, truck a lot a of bit. characters in this yeah there's a lot of kills a lot of kills it'd be a crazy kill count to do but a doable yeah. one i th this looks like like kind of the perfect movie for a kill you count. should yeah that'd be I, a fun i'll one. definitely cover it at some point uh but there's the little league game and the fucking coach goes to a vending machine and just gets wrecked by these cans of soda coming out of the machine, yep. hitting him in the crotch, just 
busting his dome open. Yeah, I was just imagining all the kids seeing their coach getting knocked out and all these free cans of pop shooting out and them all being like, yay! But then all the... At first they kind of were. Yeah. Yeah. But then they all start getting taken out by these cans of pop. Yeah, I think the cans kill two of the kids. There's definitely two kid bodies that we notice. Yeah, but then a a third kid is riding his bike and fucking eats shit on his bike. Steamroller out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Where was that steamroller? Steamroller out of nothing just fucking (laughs) mows down this fence. Dude, it mows down the fence (laughs) and then it mows down the kid. It flattens a kid. You see this kid just get pancaked. Oh, it's, it's great. great. It's so great. I man, okay, no. Cuz you don't expect to watch a kid get fucking oh. run over by a steamroller. No, I thought it was going to be okay, all these kids get taken out by this this pop machine except one and he gets away. But no, no, no. Uh steamroller sequence also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh but Deke the the name of Duncan's kid does get away. Deke. 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 Duncan and Deke. Duncan and Deke. Yeah. And uh, later on, he's riding his bike down the, the street and like the sprinklers are going off, which really made me question the logic. I agree. They should have. It's, it, it's a cool shot. Yeah. To oh, have yeah, all yeah. the sprinklers going off, which is why I think they did it. And yeah. And the sequence of him riding his bike around, seeing all this shit is one of the most fun parts of the movie. Because yeah. there's a lot of variation. But I'm just saying, if this movie came out now, there'd be so many videos oh, talking about how the universe or logic or continuity of the machines doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, it definitely doesn't. It doesn't, but... Because here are some of the things that are affected by this uh, this comet dust, I guess, and are coming alive. Okay, <laughs> clocks, radios, trucks, obviously, uh, electric knives, sprinklers, uh, but not bikes. Not bikes. Not bikes. They don't have... I guess they're simple machines. Yeah, they don't have an engine. But neither do sprinklers. Well, it's... Oh. Yeah. That's just water. Not cars either, apparently. That is a big... Because later on, uh, is it Yardley or Yardley? How do you say that? Oh, shit. We should have looked at I'm just going to say Yardley Yardley. Smith. Uh, Her and her new husband are driving around in a car, and their car never betrays them. I'm trying to think back if there's any cars that... There are no cars. I I was looking for it. There are no cars that that we see that are like... makes no sense. And later on, we near the end of the movie, we even see a truck crush a car. Yeah, a few times. It goes back and forth over a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like out of impotent rage or something. Yeah. So, But planes are affected. Planes are affected. Yeah. All right, whatever. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, the baseball kit... So yeah, the sprinklers... It doesn't make any sense to me, but he, he does get to see a lot of dead bodies, which is fun. You should tweet at Stephen King and ask. Why sprinklers? Why sprinklers? One. <laughs> Two. Why not cars? Why not cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe they're like, you know, I could see in Stephen King's coked up brain, him being like, <laughs> well, the cars, uh, they are affected, but the cars are uh, more nurturing and they're on they're, the human yeah, side. They... So they'll help you get to it. <laughs> yeah. Cars are the backbone of America. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, this scene when he's driving, his, when he's riding his bike down the street, was when I realized that ACDC literally scored this thing. Because, oh, yeah. like, it's not just their songs plopped in. Like, this is incidental music that is timed to the cuts of the film and the visuals of the movie. Like, I don't know who did it. Angus Young, I don't know. Just sat there. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. <laughs> just imagine them sitting in a studio scoring this movie with their fucking is nice. metal guitars. It's great. Yeah. I wonder how much behind the scenes material exists from this. I don't know, but I would watch it all. I would too. Uh, yeah. Deke sees a ice cream truck. Might test. See, but the ice cream truck. Yeah. Is. It's a truck. It's right there in the name. Oh. It's not an ice cream car. <laughs> That'd be creepy. <laughs> pop, the tr- pop the trunk to your the ice, ice cream, cream car. Ice cream car. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. I know it's just a coupe. I but. know. I was just thinking it's closer in size to a car rather than a semi truck. But you're right. It's an ice cream truck. It's an ice but cream truck. But then a pickup truck should. I don't know if we've seen 
any pickup trucks in this movie. That might we might have to wait I'm for a sequel for that. I'm just thinking about ice cream car. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to the ice cream car. It's not yeah. licensed. If your ice cream man can't afford a truck, just <laughs> he's you not know. an ice cream man. <laughs> yeah, he's not a real ice cream. Man. How many fucking ice cream men are we going to be dealing with in these movies? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, oh my god, you're right. Yeah. Right? Because we, yeah, we just recorded Phantasm. That's got an ice, ice cream man. And we, Reggie the Ice Cream Man was also in Wishmaster. Oh, God. It all, it's and all connected. There's an ice cream truck in this. I'm assuming we're going to do Ice Cream Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the thing that gets Deke the hell out of there is a lawnmower, which we learned resulted in uh, <gasps> a very tragic this, thing. I kind of wish I didn't learn this yeah fact because it it made me sad you know it's so apparently while they were filming uh Stephen King and a lot of other crew it sounds like overlooked some safety measures mm-hmm. uh as tends to happen on film sets especially with inexperienced directors especially back in the 80s before mm-hmm. there were more laws about this kind of thing um, and I guess the lawnmower hit a block of wood that was supporting something. Yeah. And it mowed the block of wood into a bunch of splinters and caused the director of photography. Armando Nanuzzi. Yeah. It's a very, he's an Italian uh, DP who Dude, had worked since the I was, 40s. I was looking at his IMDb, man. I mean, we're talking classic Italian films. Yeah. And like it, hundreds of movies. He lost an eye. He lost an making eye. Making fucking maximum overdrive. Yeah. Yeah. He lost a fucking eye. The director of photography lost, lost an, an eye. eye. Uh, he sued Stephen King and 17 other people. Uh, and he, the, he sued them for 18 million in damages, but it was settled out of court. So who knows what happened? Who knows, man? But uh, that yeah. just. Ugh. That, that sucks. That sucks. All, everything about that makes me really sad and uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. I, again, I love Stephen King. I can totally imagine him, you know, younger Stephen King. He's making his first movie. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Maybe he's a little headstrong. <laughs> Maybe he's a little head high. And high. But I, I mean, who knows? I don't know him. Who fucking knows? I at the time of this recording, believe he's probably a good dude. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think so. Man, you just never know anymore. You never know, dude. Uh, but, yeah, so there's a there's your fun fact about the lawnmower scene. Yeah. You want that. Uh, we'll come back to Deke later, but he was just running around. That was a fun little thing. Um, we meet our, our lead female character. Named Brit. 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 It's Brett. Uh, she's a hitchhiker in a car apparently, and she's driving with this this Bible salesman dude who that we, we were talking earlier. about earlier. And he is just fucking sleazy, Ew. slimy, hands all over her, drinking a flask while he's like reclined in his driver's chair. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how he sees out the windshield because he's so far back yeah. in that driver's seat. I was wondering how when this filming took place in relation to drunk driving laws. Oh. Because those were, I think that's kind of an 80s thing. You got Mothers Against Drunk Driving. That's super 80s. Is it 80s or early 90s? I think, oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I I just think public perception of drinking while driving was so different around yeah. that time. Yeah, because this dude, he literally pulls a flask out while yeah. driving and takes a swig. But, you know, King's characters, that's what they'll do. Especially this yokel. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is very palsy again on Brett. It's real gross. It's weird. He's yeah. sliding his hand up At least she's all down. like, fuck off. Yeah, like, as Stephen King strongly. ladies tend to be, I think. Yeah, they, yeah they're no nonsense. They yeah, they're scrappy. Put up with that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Brett's scrappy for sure. Yeah. Uh, even though she falls for Emilio Estevez, but you know what? Whatever. You, I mean, he's the best guy at that place. When the world essentially becomes just that gas station, mm-hmm. who are you gonna pick? I guess Emilio, Emilio Estevez. Estevez. Yeah. <laughs> he's got my size. <laughs> yeah, he has nice eyes. Uh, and then the the last couple characters we need to meet and get in here are Kurt and Connie. Uh, again, Kurt and Connie. <laughs> Curtis. Holy <laughs> shit. Yardley Smith is uh, playing Connie, 
This is 1986. This is Ooh. one year before <laughs> this? she tried out for the voice of Lisa Simpson. I don't even know if her name was Lisa Simpson on the on the it? shorts, the Tracy Ullman show. The Tracy they Ullman were, show. They were yeah. short cartoons on the Tracy Ullman show. Yeah. Yeah, man. So she in this movie is 23. Three. Yeah. It's. I, I think so. Th- so the thing is, I can only handle this character because it's Lisa Simpson. That's the only That's way. That's the only reason. This is that one of the worst characters. It's, oh, man. All she does is <clears throat> scream. And she commits. Yeah. Curtis. 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 Oh, my God. And then it's just her whole character thing. She's a nag. She's a nag. And she's like just the have her keep like talking repeatedly for comedic quickly effect. and for i'm doing finger quotes comedic effect yeah like the car flips over and she's like curtis you gotta get me out get of this seatbelt i'm trapped in this seatbelt where are you going get out of the car come around just it's just that it's it's that yeah and she's yelling and again yeah you're right the only reason i wasn't like it's because it's lisa simpson's it's, voice. it's lisa simpson so it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah but oh man yeah yeah but yeah, we were talking just about how crazy it is if you think about how like yeah. the yearly Smith you're watching in Maximum Overdrive has no fucking idea that the next year she's going to get a role that'll be her life. I bet she was so excited to get this role in Maximum yeah. Overdrive. You know, mm-hmm. that's that Stephen King, that hot Stephen King. He's got all these books and movies out. Mm-hmm. He's making his own movie. I'm going to be this funny role. Height oh. of my career. Height of your career. Maximum overdrive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yearly. Just you wait. Man. You just wait a year. Oh, man. Yearly. Yeah, just wait a yearly. But yeah, she's Connie. Her husband's Kurt. He's a nice guy. He's a it's nice boy. Curtis. Curtis, yep. And uh, they find a dead body at one gas station. And so they go to the gas station. And uh, do we have all our fucking characters? I think there so. Yet? There's a lot. It's There's very so reminiscent of The Mist. To yeah, me. yeah. It's no, Stephen King's pretty story. large cast of characters that are all stuck in one spot. Yeah, together, and they're, and they're stuck there because all the trucks have come to life and are circling. This. Convoy. What? Convoy. You know what convoy? <laughs> no, what's that? We got a little convoy. Ain't she a beautiful sight? I'm I'm playing it over this audio right now. Okay. Oh yeah, that's that's it's great. It's a very like good song song. about trucks. Oh okay. From the seventies. Yeah. Well, the trucks are like that. That's that's this movie. Yep. Is these trucks trapping these people in this gas station? That's what we get. Uh, so hope you're interested in that. Yeah. I wonder if the trucks are rebelling because the seventies were trucker culture, and trucking was a whole thing. Like. Trucking was cool in the 70s, mm-hmm. and maybe there's some post-70s depression from the trucks. Yeah, trucking lost its style in the Reagan era. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. Uh, these trucks drive circles around this gas station so much. Here's this movie caused global warming. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like these trucks. If you look on when Al Gore during an inconvenient truth is on that fucking cherry picker <laughs> in front of the screen, he's got his little chart. There's a there's a, a spike on that chart. It's maximum overdrive. It's fucking maximum overdrive, dude. Between the the semi trucks and the bazookas that get fired, like and the they just they explode so many cars. This has got to be at least two Gulf Wars worth of emissions. But, so okay. So before we watched this, my idea of maximum overdrive was just trucks launching themselves at each other. Why I don't know. at each other. I don't Why would know. They fight James, each other? I don't know because that's more fun. No, it's better to watch. No, 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 no. Because you you get trucks fighting each other. You don't get shit like Duncan getting plowed over. By I know a truck it's a lot of fun. Or a kid getting flattened but by a steamroller. I was just I don't know what I was imagining. Maybe truck races. <laughs> like what? I don't know, but. What I got was trucks driving kind of slow in a circle around a gas station for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's but you also got choice dialogue, like... I think I just loaded my pants. Curtis. <laughs> Thanks, Curtis. Uh, yeah, that happens when this 
truck with a crazy frog decal is chasing after him, but then he's, he jukes it off the road, and then this truck flies off the shoulder of the road and is already on fire. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's already you, on fire from below. You see the truck start to go off the road, and then you cut <laughs> to seeing the front of the truck starting to fly off the side of the road. And yeah, it's just on, it's fire, just on fire already. Fuck it. Blow up that truck. Yeah. We're going to do it a lot, man. Yeah. We're going to fucking blow up so many trucks, especially because after uh, Kurt and Connie get there, that's when the rocket launcher comes out. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Bubba's got a fucking rocket launcher. Bubba. And he blows up two more trucks. And that thing comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. You're just watching these characters like try to get Kurt and Connie in- safely into the gas station. And then out st- steps Bubba with a giant fucking, uh, I think it's a LAN rocket launcher. I used Did to you know look these. that up? Uh, I-, I saw it in the description of the, w- the-, the Wikipedia for this movie strangely gets very specific when it comes to the trucks and weaponry that oh, is described. I bet. Yeah, but I did recognize all these names from playing war games, uh, like first-person shooters, and the LAN uh, rocket launcher, I think, was in Battlefield yeah. Vietnam. Probably. I don't know, just anything that is a long kind of tube that just resembles a You're potato a, bazooka? a potato launcher. Yeah. Just, it's a bazooka okay. to me. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, so with this bazooka, they, they take out two uh, trucks, and uh, <laughs> oh then God. then Emilio Estevez wonders if there's more of those of that weaponry. So he goes and talks to Bubba's like right hand man, Joey, while Joey is taking a fucking deuce. Oh, he's sitting there on the toilet. This made me taking a shit. Yeah. Sound effects aplenty. There's a few farts. Joey. Yeah. Bill here. Tell me, man, has he really got a lot of firepower down the cellar? Well, you heard him tell me to shut up, didn't you? Oh, come on, Joy, this is serious. He's got a lot. Grenades? Well... Well, what else? Flamethrowers? Rifles? What? Which are and included in the captions, too. We watched ma- this on HBO Go, by the way. If you have it's HBO on H- Go. Yes, it's yeah. on HBO Go. <laughs> so go watch it there. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's like some kind of wet poops. A lot of wet poops, dude. <laughs> and I just wonder if that was even in the script. Because the actor's not making any fart faces. No. He's just carrying on this conversation as though he's sitting there quietly on the toilet. Yeah. But then underneath him, you get all these sound effects just like. Yeah. I don't know. He, he's got some grenades. <laughs> <laughs> and then Emilio Estevez like pops his head over the stall to look at him just in case he didn't get that, you know that primo shit smell enough yeah so Stephen king likes farts in his oh god Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. uh so check it out emilio estevez and brit go into the basement where all these weapons are and bubba comes downstairs and is like isn't this cute <laughs> just doing his whole fucking shtick yep chomping uh, that cigar ch- oh yeah and the best is when bubba's like i'm warning you and Emilio Estevez is like, no, I'm warning you. And then takes like 60 seconds to grab an assault <laughs> rifle off the shelf and point it at Bubba. It's like the slowest, <laughs> most ungraceful arming of yourself I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. And then Bubba reveals that Emilio is on probation. Oh, that's right. Because Emilio robbed a store. Oh, no. <laughs> He robbed a store with a gun. Yeah. He I mean, didn't, we're not, even, we're he not didn't hurt anyone. We're not condoning armed robbery. No, don't. <laughs> he does make it sound like Emilio Estevez is like a fucking they murder killed rapist. A guy. Yeah. Because uh, he, he says that to Brett as in a like, yeah. just watch who you're hanging with. He's a criminal. Yeah. And yeah. earlier he was using that because uh, Emilio Estevez is on probation working here. And then fucking Bubba's engaging in wage theft. Yes. He's like, All gonna... of his employees, it looks like, yeah. are people on probation. Yeah. And... You're going to work nine hours. I'll pay you for eight. Hey, man, that happens. That happens, man. Yeah. Yo, if that happens, I mean, I'd say do something about it. You probably can't. You're probably as powerless do as Emilio Estevez. Do something about it. Yeah. Don't power to the people. Power to the people. Uh, Brett don't care, though, because she fucks him. I mean, oh, and we get one of my favorite lines. Yeah, I bet it's the same one I wrote. Ready? Uh, one, two, three. You, you sure, sure make, make love, love like, like a hero. hero. <laughs> Wait, what did she say before that? She says, you may not be a hero. 
but you sure make love like a hero. Something like that. It. I feel like at this point in the movie, the dialogue just like takes a steep drop, or maybe there's just more dialogue now because it's it's the point of the the movie where like they're they're hunkered in second act yeah yeah it's like overnight (laughs) the trucks are still outside they're just trying to like live yeah Uh, oh don't forget that at night the fucking sky is this nasty Mm, green (laughs) it turns green that's just like a awful special effect looks like it looks unfinished yes it It doesn't even like a stand-in effect that you have in when the director comes in to look at a cut and you're like this is just a place this is a placeholder it's a temp effect but no it's the finished effect in the movie Mm -hmm. um yeah it kind of reminded me of an asylum movie yeah a little bit yeah it looks like it yeah uh and brit has she's smart enough to know like oh we're in the tail of the comet maybe that's what's going on here then they eat cupcakes together while some like bluesy guitar plays this is all during that same night it's so weird this night everyone gets weird at night yeah there is so connie and curtis are sitting at a booth and are i can't tell who's giving who hand stuff oh it's definitely curtis who is finger banging connie yeah she is sitting there giggling her ass he doesn't look happy about it though it's weird he looks dutiful uh yeah <laughs> it's his husband I, I mean they're on their honeymoon technically i guess Ugh. uh but yeah they're sitting in a booth and she's just like laughing her lisa simpson laugh her it, fucking yeah. brains out oh no i didn't even think of that it's just like yeah you're watching to- lisa- no, no i'm not even gonna no, say it no, no, that's no, gross no, no. that's wrong that's gross but it happened it did and then another guy is sitting there he's like i like spoons oh my god <laughs> Yeah. Why does he say that? This dude, it, it, they kind of are panning around. Just checking in on all the characters. They're panning around the diner and you just hear a guy go. Thanks guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wanda June starts to go nuts. Earlier she was cut by an electric knife, uh, which was a fun scene. And she starts screaming at the the trucks. We made you. We made you. You, you can't, can't do this. this. And her body, oh, like, it her, is jerking her physical and... acting is nuts. It's out of control. This is when I regret that this is audio only because I can't explain <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. Uh, I guess this is around when they hear the salesman screaming because I guess he's still alive. Earlier, he was hit by a truck and thrown into a ditch. Yeah. His, his, uh, he what? was knocked out of his shoes. I'm just now realizing... There's not really a point for this salesman to be alive other than it's an excuse to get them across the street to realize that Deke is there, I yeah, think. Yeah, because Deke has been making his way on his bike to this gas station. Yeah. And so salesman... By the way, is, yeah. the Bible salesman, this is what changed my mind about him because <laughs> he has a great, great delivery of oh. a couple lines when he, uh, I think his car is getting fucked up. Yeah, his new car. This is earlier. This is like wrecked. near the beginning. So he is trying to sell Bibles to Wanda June and some other dude. And he realizes his car is getting wrecked. So he stands up and he drops immediately his whole act. And he goes, son of a bitch. And Wanda June stands up and he pushes her. He's like, get out of my way, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, he's run. like, get out of my way, bitch. <laughs> it's like, sound like Dave it's Chappelle. It's so funny. Yeah. I just thought that that was a good moment. <laughs> that was a good moment. Anyway, back to present day. He's, Salesman who is, yeah. He's laying in a ditch. He's in much happened. worse condition. Uh, and so they make a plan to go out and get him. There is a line that like, I'm like, oh, that's a decent line. Because Curtis is going with Emilio Estevez to go save this guy. And Connie tells him, don't make me a widow on my wedding day. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, there there you go, Stephen King. Yeah. Yeah. Because in that moment, I was like, okay, sure. Sure, man. But then, of course, uh, soon after that, we get Emilio Estevez calling Bubba, you're one of the biggest fuckheads I know. Yeah. (laughs) Good one. Yeah. Uh, Those about to rock is playing during this thing like it's, you get some prime it's playing, acdc songs it, it, it's it's what you get that hell's bells mm-hmm. uh shook me all night long is over the credits okay i can't remember what else is but yeah it's a weird it's kind of a weird but place to play it's it. them crawling through poop water mm-hmm. it's curtis and emilio crawling through shit water and this is also the best acting in the movie i think which leads me to believe that maybe these guys got along really well in, in real life 
because they're like crawling through and just like kind of joking around. Yeah. And I kind yeah, I this is a scene that weirdly worked because the way that they're joking around with each other is very much to me reminiscent of how people act when they're scared as they you know, you make jokes mm-hmm. and there's nervous energy and you're trying to act like everything's cool and you just I don't know, you almost get zen. Yeah, it was it was the most natural acting in the movie was this scene. Yeah. Uh, they get out there and Emilio and, swallows poop water. Yep. <laughs> it's good. Uh, Deke finds the salesman. Salesman like grabs him and yells at him. Salesman winds up dead, I guess, off screen. It's I was expecting the it. salesman to be a weird zombie, like somehow the <laughs> aliens. Looks gross. Yeah, he's all weird yeah he's all swampy looking and he's like get me out of here or i'll kill you yeah it's like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do? Do? all your bones are broken fuck off yeah. uh so he just dies i guess it was really just an excuse to get deke with uh emilio estevez and get them back to the gas station where another bazooka is fired and uh is this before or after bubba straight up just tells with no sense of ceremony at all <laughs> That Deke, oh yeah, your dad totally got hammered by a steamroller. Yeah, tough luck, kid. Yeah, or a truck, not a steamroller. Yeah, oh, I wish. Yeah. Yeah, so Deke finds out his dad is dead. Womp womp, sucks. Deke's a good actor. Yeah, Deke's not bad for a kid actor. Yeah. He's definitely, he's just that that Stephen King young boy character. He's he's, he's profane. Plays baseball. Plays baseball, rides his bike, swears. you, You did bring up. That in Stephen King's stuff, there's always baseball, and yeah, I'm remembering just now that there's a, like a ton of baseball shit in it. That is isn't there? I in wasn't the sure about yeah, it. There is. Yeah, yep. with the book that long, there has to be because he there's loves there's ba- yeah he finds a way to put there's baseball. Always in. baseball, yeah, for sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is there baseball in Carrie? I can't recall. Do they play probably ba- a little bit somewhere like sure on the news is. or some shit? Yeah. Uh, Brit gets called a road twitch. Yeah, what is that? I don't know, but I hope it's Road real. Road Twitch. Road Twitch. It's used twice. Yeah. So it's not just a throwaway. Oh, then the the problem vehicles show up. You get a bulldozer and a Jeep, an army Jeep with a mounted machine gun on it. And they show up. And uh, this is when that dude busts in the room is like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> in an expert delivery. Yep. What the fuck? And uh, even though Bubba is able to land a bazooka shot on that bulldozer, because uh, that bulldozer can fucking wreck that building for sure, the mm-hmm. Jeep shoots him and a couple of others and kills them. So Bubba's dead. Mm-hmm. It even gets Wanda June. She goes out there with Wanda a gun June. with a bazooka. She goes out there and just takes it like a champ. She's she's dead. Yeah. But she kind of has her final say. And it's, again, we made you. Yep. She can't get over that fact. No. Yeah. And then that that gun just holds him for a while until it starts doing Morse code with its horn and telling the the and of course good thing Deke just got his merit badge in Morse code, <laughs> his Morse code merit badge. Uh, so he's able to transcribe what the the Jeep is saying. Yeah. And it says fuel us. We won't kill you if you give us gas cuz they need gas. Yeah, run. but then it says if they don't give them gas, they'll kill them. Yeah. So, uh, and then this is, is this the best line of the movie though, is when, uh, Emilio Estevez says, okay, mm-hmm. I'll go gas them. And Brett, who is a woman oh. who <laughs> was, uh, earlier this movie hitchhiking down to Florida. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that informs whether or not she should be able to say that. I found it interesting. She says, you can't do that. It's like Neville Chamberlain giving into the Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> I just, that comes off to me as Stephen King thought of that. Yeah. And wanted someone to say it, and it made sense for her to say it in that moment. Yeah, he couldn't. But I, that's. He couldn't toss that line out. I thought you were going to say the best line is Emilio about to go outside to give them gas, and he says, I hope they brought their American Express cards. Oh, fuck, that's right. Good one. Oh, oh. What a bad joke and a bad delivery. Yep. Yeah. So they just fucking pump up gas. They just pump gas for like montage. 10 minutes. Yeah, it's a montage it with ACD, sucks. with Hell's Bells playing. Uh, it's just 
pumping gas into trucks. I do remember, I read the short story that this is based on by Stephen King in his book Night Shift. I do remember that part of the story is like this exhausting marathon fueling thing where trucks just keep showing up to get fueled. And that's what happens here. You see like this long line of trucks down the hallway and down the highway, not hallway. And it, you know, that's a, that's a cool thing, I guess. Like you're, the, you're, these humans are being slaves to fueling up the, the trucks. Yeah. I and guess. I guess the idea that they don't understand what it means to be tired. Yeah. Because that, they're machines. That line uh, was definitely like a line that revealed the Stephen King theme. Yes, to this. this part. This part of the movie is when we start getting, and when I started understanding. Okay, this is what makes this a Stephen King story. Yeah, because there's that yeah. where he's like, they don't understand what it's like to be tired. How a man gets tired, mm-hmm. and then what I'm assuming you're about to say. Yeah. The Amelia's really cool monologue about aliens. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's a broom. We're in the comet dust. I th- okay, when he first said it's a broom, I thought he was going to go broom broom. What? I thought he was going to say it's a broom broom like it's a truck, like a oh. kid says. Like a broom broom. <laughs> but no, he means literally it's a broom. Yeah, his theory is that what aliens are in the so, comet dust god stephen king all right so the theory is <laughs> aliens are they want to take over earth mm-hmm. but they notice that earth is infested by the species already yeah, humans that's us and so what they do is they use our machines because we surround ourselves with them as a broom to sweep us out yeah, it's it's like sweep the for the aliens. So it's the easiest come. way to get rid of humans because yeah. we're so surrounded by machines. Yeah, when he started talking about that, I was like, "Oh, here's this Stephen is King. the Stephen King part. This is the Stephen King part of the story." And this is when I can see I totally get this working as a short story. Yeah, even though I don't remember that part in the short story, we have it, that one, don't we? Yeah, we have pretty much all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if that the alien broom sweeping thing is uh in the story and i thought it was just emilio estevez uh just blowing smoke out his ass and that it wasn't really going to come to anything we'll see later that i was wrong but in maybe the biggest laugh we had this whole movie yeah uh they eventually fight back and blow up that that machine gun truck with a grenade because emilio tells the machine gun it's <laughs> like, an yeah, insane sentence <laughs> that it well, yeah they're doing people business you wouldn't understand yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i guess yeah but then but then so he's talking to the truck like he can understand him but then in the same volume he tells the guys with when i say run run yeah, okay when now when <laughs> i tell you to yeah what it's like the doing? jeep should probably know something's up yeah but it gets blown up it's kind of cool and then they they jump into the <laughs> gas station and there's just a butt shot there's yeah it's a shot of emilio and is it frankie Faison? no it's just another dude it's another dude it's a shot of it's shot of emilio and another dude's butt because they jumped into the gas station through the window or the door or the door and they land kind of like on their knees with their heads on the ground like they're kind of like like ducking cover with their butts yeah and brett's like i've never seen a hero ass up like that but then you see in the blocking that she's not even, that's not her point of view. Yeah. She's not behind them and seeing their butt. She's like in front of their heads. So the Stephen shot, King broke the 180 degree rule to yeah. get a shot of butts. There was just a shot of butts from no one's perspective. And then she made a joke that wouldn't make sense from her perspective. What the fuck, Stephen King? I don't know. You just want these butts in there because you thought it was funny. He, Yeah, it's definitely, that has to be a thing where he thought of that joke and thought okay how do i write around that how yeah. do i get that shot yeah and then he fucking made fucking one-eyed dp shoot that shot you know you know this oh was, my god do you think that was after he lost an eye i don't know <laughs> but he definitely like came up to armando nanuzi and was like hey we got to get this shot of these two guys' asses Oh, man. I just had such an awful thought. Do you think he lost his dominant eye? It was his right eye. 
I mean, chances. I don't are know right. if. Uh, Fuck. Yeah. Uh, anyway, a bulldozer crushes the car. <laughs> yep. This is when they. Is this when they're just getting the fuck out of there? Uh, is this? Yeah, I think this is when they all. Uh, they all crawl through the sewer. Mm-hmm. And so the trucks get all pierced. The, start, the trucks start throwing a tantrum. Yeah, it's pretty great They're, because <laughs> the the bigger ones like drive straight through the building. But one of them, my favorite, my personal favorite, is the dump truck that lifts its like like dump bed up <laughs> and then just runs into like the the overhead <laughs> oh, uh, roof over the pumps yeah. and just fucking knocks them down. Maximum overdrive is great if you want to watch a gas station get destroyed at like a medium speed yeah <laughs> just get destroyed moderately fast yeah and just vehicles <laughs> blowing up and destroying this building uh an oxygen tank explodes at some point mm-hmm. and then there's just a bunch of other explosions that are obviously charges just that the charges. filmmakers put in it's like the fireworks at disneyland yeah it's like oh sync okay. to acdc <laughs> yeah. it, it really is just synced up mm-hmm. to the score so now they're they're on foot. They're trying to get away. They're armed with all these rifles, which I was like, what what's that going to do against a truck? But they fucking blow up a ice cream truck with it. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, I'm the idiot here. They also <laughs> run into uh, what what is it? The burger lean. There's like oh a, that's right the burger it's burger lean burger lean which like sounds weird. That's fucking weird. Uh, but it's the drive through intercom, and even that's against them. It's like humans here, humans yeah. here. Uh, I don't know whose voice, but is doing what if that. you were, Oh no, because the cars aren't part of this weird alien. Ra- mm-hmm. You're just like, I am a car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that intercom gets fucking wrecked by Deke who steps up to it <laughs> with his gun. It looks like a little SMG. And he, you <sighs> called the line. He was like, this one's for my, this one's dad. for my dad. And he shoots the, the drive through thing and then goes, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's enough machine killing for me. Yeah. And he puts down his gun. Uh, they get to the Marina. Cause the big plan is to go to this Island that doesn't have any motor vehicles allowed. It's on it, which... Mackinac Island. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Which or... <laughs> if you're not from Michigan is an Island that's, in the upper peninsula of Michigan. It's between the two peninsulas. It's been right? oh, it's between yeah. the two. I it's been years since I've been there, but yeah, yeah. it they don't allow cars, so you can only ride bikes and it's all very turn of the century kind of. Yeah. But so you'd be safe there. So these, you know, places like this do exist. That's cool. Good plan. Good plan, Emilio. Yeah. Uh they get to the marina, they look like they're about to be home free. And then some random fucking character cuz they still have all these like red shirts. Just random dudes from the gas and station. And they make it. The last shot has yeah. them all like on a boat, and there's like a lot of characters who you don't know who the fuck. A they lot are. of them survive, which is fine. Yeah, most movies are like, oh, we're gonna kill off everyone until it's just the named people. But I kind of like how this is like, no, some some of the other people would make it too, except for this dude Brad. He does not make it because of his avarice, because he sees Marla Maples hanging out, yeah, this, uh, car making her second cameo. Yeah, in a very unlikely position for a corpse, mm-hmm. uh, putting her giant, gigantic ring uh, with a huge diamond right on display. Yeah, she's kind of hanging out the window, her arms sticking out. So yeah. then Brad sneaks over like a fucking cartoon. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, who's Brad? It. Is he always been greedy? Why does he <laughs> yeah. want a ring when they're, what? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. But he gets it. And then that delays them long enough for friggin' Happy Toys truck. Yeah, Green Goblin. Green Goblin to show up, who uh, I guess has been the ringleader. It's it's good that they had a truck with this. Custom. So you know it, it stands out. Yeah, it's like it personifies the yeah. trucks. It's, it's like, like Transformers in that way. Well, this movie is Transformers without the transforming. Yeah. It's just trucks. If they just stay wrecking trucks. Wrecking shit. If they, yeah, if the, if the Transformers never turned into kick-ass robots they just stayed the trucks that were their secret identity that's what maximum overdrive is yeah uh the happy toys truck fucking wrecks brad and then i thought there would be more of like an ending but it's just emilio being (laughs) like he's adios motherfucker that's his big uh yeah john mcclain line and then he shoots his bazooka and it there's not even. It any. admittedly looks pretty fucking cool. When they blow up the truck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because the the bazooka goes right into its mouth. Yeah. And so the goblin face is all lit up 
there's fire in its mouth and its eyes are all it's cool looking it's real cool it's just weird that most movies would have the first attempt fail you know and yeah. have some suspense but no, Emilio just turns around, and shoots this rocket into the yeah, yippee motherfucker, and yeah. they get on the boat, and then they get on the boat, and that's it. Except for the I epilogue hope you wrote this down. Text. I didn't write down word for word, but we are informed by text on the screen as they <laughs> sail away to safety. <laughs> Is ACDC playing in the background? I think. I don't know for sure. I would bet a limb on it <laughs> because when, I think it might be the beginning. You know what? I think it is the beginning of Shook Me All Night Long. Because like, when the is ACDC dear, dear, not playing in this movie? Yeah. Oh, you know what? No, you gotta do you. You do have to play. I don't know if ACDC had anything to do with the sound effects that happen sometimes when someone dies. We get like a very clear one early on in one of the earliest deaths, maybe when uh, Duncan gets hit. But there's just this crazy sound effects that's like. <laughs> it is shocking that that had to have been the coke to to make that into a movie yeah because it's loud and annoying and no one wants to hear it and yet it's it crops up a bunch in this movie yeah uh other than that though acdc 24 7 and while those guitars are playing we will find out that two days after <laughs> two days after <laughs> A UFO was discovered. I'm going to put the beginning of Shook Me All Night Long under you reading this. <laughs> so you get the effect. Two days after, a, a UFO was discovered <laughs> and shot down by a Russian quote-unquote weather Quote-unquote satellite. <laughs> yeah, satellite that shot it down. And then six days later, Earth left the comet. And the survivors are still surviving. <laughs> She was a fast machine. <laughs> That's the end of Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, Fuck. so the aliens were real. Yes, they were. Emilio nailed it. I just love how I was like, yeah, two days after uh, a UFO was shot down. Okay, I want to see that movie. Yeah, like, right. I want, like, no, that I want that to be my third act. Yeah. Like the Russians. Yeah. You know, they, they team up with us. You know, and- this movie was amb- as ambitious as Dreamcatcher. We'd get it. Absolutely. Hell yeah. yeah. Trucks would only be in the first 40 minutes of that three hour movie. It could finally be, it could be America and Russia coming together and Russia admitting, hey, that weather satellite, it actually has a ton of nukes on it. Yeah. Don't worry. We're going to use them all to get rid of the aliens and then we're going to get rid of all of our nuclear weapons and then there's world peace. There you go, Chels. I'm going to remake that's this That's a fun movie. little fanfic from Chelsea Rebecca. This is actually a movie I would love to see remade. Yeah, I think it it'd be, cool. be really fun. If, if they uh, zoomed out a little bit, that's the thing, is it could work with it uh, narrow in scope like this, focusing on a small group of survivors. It could work and just be better because uh, they could make it better. Sorry, Stephen King. Uh or they could like just really blow it out. Yeah, that's what I was imagining. The like the whole global fight for survival throughout this week. As, yeah. Yeah. I'm imagining so okay, if I remade this movie, okay. super camp, bigger in scale, we get the the idea that the whole world's affected by it. Just tons of just big set pieces of trucks just being launched off ramps and throwing themselves at each other. Not why at each other. <laughs> why at each other, Chelsea? Because maybe <laughs> oh, somehow you're work backwards here. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to JK rolling this. <laughs> because humans are able to control some trucks if they built them themselves by hand. I don't know. Like, you know, sure, yeah. if someone if it's someone's custom rig, you know, and they have a bond, mm-hmm. they have a name for their truck. Oh, okay. Um, so there's a special bond there and that's, they can use that truck to fight the other trucks. But then I'm imagining maybe even still setting it in the eighties, but then using that kind of fifties nostalgia we had in the eighties, uh-huh. you know, what I'm talking about yeah. cause that for me makes sense with the idea of like trucks and highway culture. Yeah. That's so mid century to me and just making it really grimy and gross and kind of Kenneth anger, like colors, greens and reds and blues and just like super camp and really stylized i just want to make this movie now yeah this is i just think that it's it's a fun idea if you really lean into how stupid it is and this movie does it does to be fair yeah and you know what honestly i thought it would be worse i thought it would be worse in a different way like i said i was imagining more stunts 
and uh, just bigger set pieces. I think the tone is okay. Sure. Because it's 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 kind of campy. It's kind of fun, and then it still has like the like oh, but we could get killed by this. Uh, yeah. The acting's real bad. Yeah, it's not great. The dialogue's atrocious. Yeah. To be fair to the actors, I'm yeah. sure having Stephen King his first time directing, mm-hmm. trying to direct you in a movie about trucks trying to attack you. That's hard. That's got to be rough. Yeah. Uh, the scene, this, the scenes of destruction were great. Yeah. All the explosions and the, the things getting wrecked, the bridge scene. Yeah. Lots of fun there. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if I just, in my head, was just imagining Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. I watched this. That's what it kind of sounds like. Yeah. From your description, I'm, I'm picturing a Mad Max kind of thing. Honestly, though, it should happen. <laughs> Mad Max was fucking great. It was, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. I had a great time watching it. Yeah, uh, I did too. It runs a little bit over 90 minutes, so not too long. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, it you'll does have a good not time. feel like 90 minutes. What? It feels longer than 90 minutes. Well, there's some there's a bit of slowness in the in the middle there. Yeah. Uh but I hope you enjoyed this and if you watched this movie, I hope uh we were able to give you a good supplement supplementary material for it. Yeah. Again, it's on HBO Go. Yeah. So go I don't have fun. understand why HBO Go is hosting. Yeah, that one blows my maximum mind. Over if you've got 90 minutes to kill, you could find worse ways. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, feel free to email us at deed, deed meat. <laughs> feel free to email us at deadmeatpod at gmail.com. If you have any feedback or ideas for us, we're always open to, uh, hearing what you have to say about us. And also be sure to subscribe to dead meat on YouTube. If you haven't already, make sure you rate and review this podcast, dead meat podcast on whatever podcasting app you're using, uh, especially if it's iTunes, maybe even if you don't use iTunes, find a way to hop on that iTunes and rate and review us. Is that illegal for me to say? Is that okay? I don't think so. Yeah. Fucking do it. You can follow Dead Meat on all the social media. Dead Meat James is at Twitter and Instagram at Dead Meat James. Chelsea, where can these people find you? You can find me at Carebeck. That's C-A-R-E-B-E-C-C. At Twitter, Instagram. Uh, If you want to look at my cosplay stuff, I'm Chelsea Rebecca Cosplay on Facebook. I also post a lot of that stuff on Instagram. Yeah. And if that's not enough, you can find my personal stuff at James A. Janice, all one word. It's my name on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, otherwise, just can't wait for another one of these episodes. I love doing these and I hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you for listening. This has been the Dead Meat Podcast. 